In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus says a lot about how we have to live in order to get to heaven, but this story is a parable about a man who did not make it to heaven. One man who didn't make it to heaven, and one man who did make it to heaven. And it's very interesting that when we look at the life of this rich man who didn't make it to heaven, Jesus doesn't say that he was a murderer or that he was a robber or that he was an, an adulterer. A lot of the times we hear people say, oh, I'm a good person. There's no way that I would go to hell because I don't kill, I don't steal, I don't, I don't, I don't. According to Jesus, this is not the standard that is set for us. The standard is much higher for us to be able to enter into eternal life with God. It's not just that I don't kill or I don't steal or I don't do these, these evil things. According to Jesus, this man did not make it to heaven at the end of his earthly life because he ignored the poor man that was right outside of his door. And it didn't just happen right away. Jesus actually describes, there's a few details about the rich man that we can learn from if we are going to try to avoid living like him. And so we have to pay attention to just a couple words that Jesus says in his description about the rich man so that we can avoid becoming like that and so that we can eventually go to heaven at the end of our lives. He first describes him by saying he was a rich man. And he's not only saying a characteristic about the man. He actually wants us to pay attention to something when he describes him as a rich man. Because right afterward, he describes the poor man, and he doesn't say there was a poor man. He says, a poor man named Lazarus. There's something there that Jesus wants us to know. And it could be that while he names Lazarus, which means God is my help, he doesn't have a name for the rich man, but the only name that he has is rich. That is his identity. That's what the rich man cares about more than anything, the fact that he's rich. Now, Jesus doesn't say it's bad to be rich. It's good, actually, to be successful and to do good things with what God has blessed us with. So he doesn't say it's bad to be rich necessarily. He says it's bad to be so consumed with our riches that we ignore those that God has given us in our lives to care for, that God has given us in such obvious ways sometimes, like it was for this man. He goes on to say that he was clothed in purple and fine linen. This is not just about dressing nicely, but this is about caring about outward appearances. That's what this man cared about. So much about how he looked in front of other people, how other people perceived him, rather than about how he was. And we could see that very clearly because he made himself look like a nice-looking man. But in reality, he was not a good man because he did not care for the man that was right outside of his door. Like I said, it didn't just happen overnight that he just didn't care for this man. This was a result of habits that this man had in his life that led him to live like that, not caring about those that God has given him had given him in his life. And the last thing it says, that he feasted sumptuously every day. Again, for Jesus, just like it's not wrong necessarily to be rich, but it's wrong to do bad things with the 
riches He has given us, it's not wrong necessarily to feast, to feast sumptuously. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Even Jesus attended a wedding party and, and He provided wine for the people. But this man feasted sumptuously every day. This is more than just about eating nice food. This is about giving in to our earthly desires more than anything and in a disordered way. The desires that we have that God has given us are good and God wants us to use them for our benefit. But if we abuse them, and, and what that means is if we give in to them completely, then we will not be living as properly ordered human beings and we will care just about ourselves and we will ignore those that God has given us in, in our lives to care for. That's what this man did. That's how he lived. He didn't care for this poor man that was there in his life. And, and then um, Jesus adds a note, just a, just a small little detail that if we read it, we would probably just say, oh, that's, that's interesting. But if we really think about what it means, and especially in comparison to how the rich man acted, Jesus is trying to tell us something very deep when he says, the dogs came and licked his sores. They were doing that. That was a thing that would help the man heal from his sores, actually. And so the dogs were caring more for this man than the rich human being was. The dogs. And so Jesus is trying to show us a comparison. Look at the state of man when you care just about yourself. You become less than animals even when you care only about yourself. Even the animals know what to do in this, in this case. And you who are so consumed with yourself and who because of that you forget to help those around you, are not living according to the way of God who came down into this world who is the richest of all because he has everything and he is everything and yet he comes down and he gives more than anybody. And so God wants us to receive his gifts, yes, to receive his blessing and to receive his graces, but also to give that grace. And that is a condition for us to go to heaven. That's what makes us good human beings. Not just to say, I don't kill and I don't steal and I don't commit adultery, but to receive the blessings of God in our life and to give those blessings, to share with those around us. And it's not only to share financial things. What's even more valuable than money is the time that we spend with people. If we spend all day on our phones, watching TV, listening to music, being distracted and only giving in to our own desires and we ignore those in our lives, those who, whom God has put in our lives right outside of our door, so, so close to us. They could be our family, they could be our friends. And if we don't give them of our time, then we are lacking something and we are not doing what God wants us to do. An example of this is in the most intimate relationships in our lives. Like when a mother and a father have to choose to spend quality time with their children rather than just giving them the iPad and having them spend four or five hours on it. I know sometimes you have to do that because they won't be quiet otherwise, but we can't just take out that such valuable aspect of being there and spending quality time with one another just because of our own interests. 
just because we don't want to give the effort, just because we don't want to sacrifice. That's what it means to be a good, not only Christian, but to be a good human being, to be better than the animals, is to give of ourselves, not only of our money, like I said, but of our time and of our, our effort, sacrificing of our, our call to do Lord sacrificed himself for us. He gave himself for us. And we are called to do that for other people, for the people that God has put in our lives so that we can show them the love and the mercy of God and so that we can walk on the path toward heaven and so that in our lives we accept the grace and the, and the mercy of God and by His grace and help we'll be able to share that love and that sacrifice with those in our lives whom God has given us. Amen.